Hello, you're listening to Successful Farming Daily. Here are three big things you need to know today. It's Wednesday, September 1st. Our first big thing is soybeans and corn were lower in overnight trading amid favorable weather in parts of the U.S. Midwest that could give crops one last boost before harvest begins. Rain has fallen this week in parts of central Iowa and Missouri, southern Illinois and Indiana, and parts of Ohio and Kentucky, said Donald Keeney, an agricultural meteorologist with Maxar. Precipitation likely will favor northwestern areas of the Midwest for the rest of the week, which will increase moisture levels in the area, he said. Still, some dry weather is expected in parts of the central and southwestern Corn Belt, Keeney said. Also weighing on prices are concerns about damage to shipping ports along the Gulf of Mexico. Any disruptions may lead offshore buyers to buy from competitors, analysts said. Wheat futures were higher overnight on concerns about the quality of the spring wheat crop. About 88 percent of the crop was harvested at the start of the week, well ahead of the prior five-year average of 71 percent, the U.S. Department of Agriculture said in a report this week. Only 11 percent of the crop was rated good or excellent as of August 15th, the last time the government reported spring wheat conditions. In North Dakota, the biggest growers of spring wheat, 84 percent was in the bin, ahead of the average of 68 percent, the USDA said. About 12 percent of the state's crop had earned top ratings by mid-August. Data from Weather Trends 360 show year-to-date rainfall totals in North Dakota, South Dakota, and Minnesota were at the lowest in at least 30 years. Long-term drought likely will persist for the area even after rain fell last month, the forecaster said. Soybean futures for November delivery fell six and a quarter cents to twelve dollars eighty-six and a quarter cents a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade. Soy meal lost one dollar twenty cents to three hundred forty-four dollars forty cents a short ton, while soy oil dropped thirty-two hundredths of a cent to fifty-eight point four three cents a pound. Corn futures for December delivery lost three and three quarters cents to five dollars thirty and a half cents a bushel. Wheat futures for September delivery added two and a half cents to seven dollars twenty-four and three cents a bushel, while Kansas City futures rose one and a half cents to seven dollars thirteen and a half cents a bushel. Next up, the damage Hurricane Ida did to some grain storage and loading facilities along the Gulf of Mexico may significantly disrupt shipments of agricultural products, Commerce Bank analyst Michaela Helbing Cool said in a note to clients. About 60 percent of U.S. corn and soybeans are shipped from Gulf ports. Corn and soybeans have been under some pressure since the storm due to worries about exports. Weighing on prices are concerns that overseas buyers may instead turn to competitors such as Brazil or Argentina for supplies if shipments from the U.S. are disrupted, she said. The owners of the facilities, most of them large trading companies, also expect to face power supply problems that may last for weeks, Helbing Cool said. This could significantly disrupt the loading and export of grains and soybeans, which would be relevant in particular to the corn and soybean harvest season that is soon to get underway. Companies are attempting to reroute their cargoes to other terminals, she said. The good news, however, is that maturing crops seemingly weren't affected by the storm, Helbing Cool said. 
So far, there have been no reports of any damage, as had been discussed ahead of the storm, to crops in the fields, including cotton, in those areas not directly located at the coast or on the Mississippi River, she said. As of Sunday, the day the storm hit, 60 percent of the U.S. corn crop was in good or excellent condition. About 56 percent of soybeans earned top ratings. Both figures were unchanged from the previous week. But next week's crop progress report from the USDA will be a better indicator if the storm did any damage. And finally, heat advisories have been issued for the eastern half of Oklahoma and much of Arkansas as index values are forecast to reach well into the triple digits today, according to the National Weather Service. Indexes are expected to hit 105 to 108 degrees today, the NWS said in a report early this morning. The advisory for eastern Oklahoma is in effect from noon to 7 p.m. local time. In parts of Louisiana, which was hammered by Hurricane Ida, heat indexes of up to 110 degrees are expected today. Almost a million people are still without power in the state, according to PowerOutage.us. The remnants of the storm are in the northeastern U.S. now. In Ohio, excessive rainfall may lead to flash flooding, the NWS said. Up to five inches of rain are likely in parts of central and eastern Ohio today. In addition to flash flooding, considerable river flooding is also possible in several eastern and northeastern states, the agency said. Thanks for listening. Follow more news on agriculture.com.